This is the Public Speaker. Quick and dirty tips for improving your communication skills with your host, Lisa B. Marshall. This week, tips to help you enjoy your office holiday party. That's right. Not just tolerate it, but actually enjoy it. But first, have you ever wanted to request a raise or convince someone of your point of view, but you just weren't quite sure of the best approach? You're not alone. Many people are unsure of and even uncomfortable with the skill of persuasion and influence. And that's why I created Influence Maximize Your Impact. It's a short video course that explains evidence-based research and provides practical strategies to gain commitment and to foster collaboration at work and at home. And for public speaker listeners, you can get 25% off through the end of December. Go to lisabmarshall.com forward slash influence and use the coupon code QDT to get 25% off. That's lisabmarshall.com forward slash influence and use the coupon code QDT. Recently, an editor from a well-known British magazine asked me about etiquette for holiday office parties. And since office parties can often be a source of anxiety, I wanted to share my advice with you as well. By the way, holiday office parties, the advice is generally the same for an office party. When you're in any social situation, you need to communicate carefully and considerately. And this can be even more true and even more difficult at an office party. Often you read, be informal but not too informal, be fun but not inappropriate, be yourself but don't be. And these mixed signals sent by all the how-to columns can be confusing. But if you just think of it as showing respect for others and for yourself, everything falls into place. This is really the secret of all good communication and social interaction. Office party conversations can delve into the personal and, in fact, should. It's the perfect opportunity to learn more about your colleagues and strengthen your relationships by discovering what you have in common. Consider the level of intimacy, though, before you share with that person. Think about it right from the start of the conversation, because levels of intimacy are defined differently depending on the type of relationship. But generally, for coworkers, it starts with a shared environment and your roles. So when starting a conversation, head towards what you have in common first. Think of it as if you're slowly peeling away the layers of your interpersonal onion, from the outside edge, which is the environment and the roles, to interest in activities, that would be personal and professional, starting with professional, then moving to personal, and then to goals and your attitudes, values, and beliefs, and then finally emotions at the core of the person. You want to make sure you ask a question at the appropriate level, and be sure it's something that can be responded to in the form of a story, because stories are the glue that binds us. You can draw that person out and respond with your own story that reflects back your understanding of what they have just shared with you. And it doesn't have to be elaborate. Something short works just as well. The idea is as you share your stories and you share at layers getting deeper and deeper, you're then deepening your interpersonal relationship. So again, keep in mind those levels. If it's a first-time meeting, focus on the immediate environment or your roles. Know the person better, move to interests and activities and goals. Know the person even better, discuss attitudes or beliefs and possibly even emotions. The important part is to allow your conversation partner to dictate the level and the pace of the movement through these interpersonal levels. 
If you're worried about being able to maintain a conversation at the party, remember that being a great listener is even more important than being a great talker. I'm going to say that again because it's so important. Being a great listener is more important than being a great talker. Listening, I think, is one of the most important skills for conversation making. I mean, think about it. Have you ever been with someone who really listened? Do you remember how he or she made you feel? When somebody listens actively and reflectively, it makes you feel understood and important. It builds trust and creates strong relationships. If you're not listening and you're thinking instead about what you're going to say next, you won't be listening carefully enough to the other person. You won't pick up on what's important to them or any subtle signals your conversation partner is sending. Listening carefully shows you're interested and is the best way to carry a conversation and a relationship forward. And by the way, in my book, Smart Talk, I explain what you should be listening for and how to use that information to expand a conversation to build a deeper, stronger relationship. Our nervousness, I think, about conversation, however, generally stems from self-judgment or self-consciousness. So if you focus on listening to others and making them feel valued, you won't have the opportunity to feel nervous. You'll focus on the other person and you'll forget yourself in the process. At least hopefully you'll forget yourself. And that's why listening deepens relationships. You become more comfortable as you make others feel more comfortable. There are many articles that detail holiday party do's and don'ts, so I'm not going to repeat them here, but I do just want to talk about a few general concepts that you should keep in mind and hopefully keep you clear of most party faux pas. I suppose, above all, just remain tasteful, specifically when it comes to attire. Some parties, they, they specify the attire, but whatever the style, casual or formal, just make sure you maintain some sort of professional look. And avoid the extremes from plunging evening gowns to reindeer sweaters. And of course, don't drink too much. I think it's also good to maintain a pleasant sense of humor. But if you're not normally funny, don't push it with lots of jokes or try to make jokes that you don't normally make. In a large group, you may offend someone who's there just to enjoy the evening as you are. And I think it's safe just to keep jokes between friends in a casual environment. And by the way, if you do happen to commit an awkward act, it's best to acknowledge it. Just show you can handle the discomfort. And depending on the degree, you may need to apologize or maybe just make a funny face or even just say awkward. I think developing a good sense of humor is an important leadership skill. And it's a skill that also helps you to put people at ease and reduces conflict. But it does take practice to do it well and tastefully. So if it's in your skill set, Do it at the party, and if not, maybe you practice just a little bit to get better at that skill. One question I often get asked is, how do you get rid of someone who has glommed onto you? So to avoid getting stuck with someone for ages, you can disguise your escape plan with a request for help. Ask the person to introduce you to someone else you've been wanting to meet or introduce your conversation partner to someone else you think they would benefit from knowing. Of course, don't just dump them on someone. You could ask where the buffet is, or you could just be straightforward and say, hey, I've really enjoyed our conversation. Let's plan to meet for lunch in a few weeks. But tonight, I promised myself that I would make the rounds, especially to say hello to Sue, who I haven't talked to in quite some time. Your partner may be wanting to move on, too. So just be sincere and polite and move on. And about how long you need to stay. 
You don't need to arrive exactly on time and you don't need to stay until the bitter end, but you do need to be there for the majority of the event. Also, be sure to thank the event planner and to also thank your boss and your boss's boss for putting on the event. Tell them each something specific that you enjoyed. Once you've thanked these key people, then you're free to leave. And one final note about pictures. Photos are often taken at office parties. They go in the newsletter or social media, and it's important to smile. Some people may actually have a good time, but not show it broadly on their faces. And if you're one of those people, here's a neat trick to consider. When you smile for the camera, think of something that truly makes you smile. For example, I have a favorite photo of my identical twin girls as infants, and when I think of that picture, I just can't help but smile. I sometimes think about it before I greet someone new or when I'm angry or when my energy drains at events. So you could do the same thing. Just think of a picture. Think of a picture that makes you really sincerely and genuinely smile, and think of that while you're at the party. So here's the bottom line. Show respect for yourself and for others. Remain tasteful and let yourself have fun at the office holiday party. You will strengthen relationships, which will improve not only your career, but your personal well-being. This is Lisa B. Marshall, helping you to lead and influence. And as always, your success is my business. If you'd like to develop the ability to gain commitment and foster collaboration, I encourage you to register for my new video course, Influence, Maximize Your Impact. Register before the end of December to receive 25% off. Go to lisabmarshall.com forward slash influence and use the coupon code QDT. That's lisabmarshall.com forward slash influence and use the coupon code QDT. Hi, I'm Johanna Rocco from Newfoundland, Canada. If you'd like to be a more compelling communicator, I invite you to read Lisa's best-selling books, Smart Talk and Ace Your Interview. I read Smart Talk in preparation for attending my very first convention. One lesson I learned and used frequently was how to correctly shake hands. That skill was essential in helping me relax and feel confident when meeting people at the convention. I also want to encourage you to become a Lisa B. VIP, like me, by visiting lisabmarshall.com slash VIP. That's lisabmarshall.com slash VIP. Finally, you can learn more about Lisa's keynotes and workshops at lisabmarshall.com, or if you have a question for Lisa, send it to publicspeaker at quickanddirtytips.com. Music